Hey everyone, welcome back to Unconstrained Conversation. This is episode 40. And today I am very excited to talk to Raj Trivedi. For the last 30 years, Raj has been at the forefront of the expansion and evolution of the hotel industry. As EVP and Chief Development Officer, he successfully helped grow La Quinta from 200 hotels into one of the largest mid-scale brands in the industry. After its purchase by Windham in 2018, he oversaw the integration of the La Quinta portfolio with Winham as its president before retiring in 2019. Raj then formed and now manages TST Capital, focusing on investments in real estate, technology, healthcare, and multifamily. Raj is now a tireless advocate and evangelist for innovation and increased efficiency in the hotel industry. Over the last few years, he has seen firsthand the increasing pressures on margins for hotels and he believes that now is the time to re-educate guests and the industry and finally make technology the value driver it should be and already is in many other industries. For this 40th episode of Unconstrained Conversation, I'm extremely excited to chat with Raj and I hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did. All right, so welcome everyone back to another amazing Unconstrained uh, Conversation and I'm very, very excited. Uh, today we have a very special guest. Um, Raj uh, um, Trivedi, who is joining me from uh, uh, not so warm Texas, um, <laughs> not as cold as here in Minneapolis, but uh, not uh, not as warm as you would associate Texas with. Welcome to the uh, podcast, um, Raj. I am honored. Thanks for having me, Kraus. Yeah, thanks for joining and thanks for taking the time out of uh, a certainly very busy schedule. Um, you've been obviously uh, within the industry for a very, very long time. Um, and you have been uh, very engaged at, at different levels of the brand. Now you have your own company, uh, and you're also dabbling in investments um, in, in, in things outside real estate and, and the hotel space. So I'd, I'd love to talk to you about all of those over the next 20, 25 minutes. So I hope we'll have a, a great unconstrained conversation as usual. I'm looking forward to it. Great. So tell me a little bit about, uh, obviously, the last 12 months, as everyone knows, it's been, has been really, really incredibly difficult for everyone. Um, I'd like to take a little bit of a view on the future now and, and think about um, how we're going to rethink the industry uh, post-COVID. And you mentioned on a recent conversation with Glenn Houseman and, and Anthony on the, the No Vacancy podcast, about rethinking um, the industry and, and retraining guest expectations, which I felt was very interesting. Um, and you talked about the, the problems of increasing costs, decreasing margins, you know, the, 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 the balance between brands and owners. So what do you think is going to come out differently and how will we look differently in, over the next three to five years? What can, can the industry learn from the last 12, 12 months and, and how is it going to shape us going forward? I think uh, ultimately efficiency is the key. Efficiency is the key. Effectiveness is the key. Uh, as an industry, we would never want to do anything that is going to compromise guest expectation and guest experience. However, there are a lot of things as an industry in many segments that have done that are uh, at no cost to the guest. However, that is decreasing the margin. That is becoming more cumbersome and it has not remained effective to provide. Give you an example, uh, internet. Internet speed needs to continuously increase and increase and increase because people are downloading more, people need more bandwidth to get things done. 
I don't know how much and how long can we sustain the cost of it, or or if it becomes universal and free to all, then it will be a different ball game, which is a conversation too. But we need to somehow communicate and and train our guest to have certain cost sharing uh, if they go with the higher bandwidth and a higher need of various things. Uh, Technology could be an added benefit. In many ways, all of these consumers are trained in uh, other parts of the world, other parts of their life, where they're using technology. To a certain extent, our industry is somewhat slow in adapting to technology, somewhat reluctant in adapting to technology with fear of guest experience. In reality, if you look at this generation, this generation is so used to having fast conversation, fast transactions, uh, conversation online, uh, less interaction personally, uh, want to get things done on their speed, their thought, and their movement. And we refrain them from doing so. They will check in at the airport on a kiosk. They will go to a grocery store and buy everything without talking to someone. They will go to a fast food place and they will be able to purchase what they need to, but they can't do that at a hotel. Now, the reality is this, that they are not also happy standing in line for five, six, seven, eight minutes uh, to check in, and particularly dealing with someone who is simply looking at the computer and does not have time to provide attention, provide them guidance, sell other amenities, tell about the property, and have an eye contact for a prolonged period of time where you can build relationship. If hotels adapt to technology in various phases, from having a barcode throughout the property for ordering stuff or connecting to different areas or barcodes in the room or, or having a virtual concierge type of investment on the front desk and the other areas where they can actually go ahead and do a transaction at their pace much faster. You can sell amenities, you can incorporate other facilities and provide them additional information on a meeting that they may be attending, where it is going to take place. It can play multiple role in multitude. And in fact, uh, front desk can come out from behind the desk and be with the guest as airlines have done and interact and build relationship and have a personal conversation. So I personally think that if we adopt the technology, that can help. The other areas that I see we can make tremendous improvement is in the breakfast side of the things. We mm. have so much that goes to waste, particularly in mid-market, upper mid-market, where you're providing free breakfast with so many different variety in the items. People are moving towards uh, healthy eating. Uh, however, quite a lot of things we provide are perishable. And when they don't get used, you have to throw it away and get the new uh, uh, you know, items. And the costs keep escalating and attendance keep escalating. Hopefully we come to a point where it becomes self-serving, where it becomes free packaged. And this is the time where you can train that guest to those changes. This is the time where you can actually provide guests those accessibility. This is the time that you can provide menu on a bar uh, on, on a on a, uh, QR, a code, yeah. QR code that they can actually mm -hmm. download on their on their phone and and eliminate all of those things. This is the time where you can actually 
send them message on their uh, mobile device and connect with them and build that guest services aspect of it. This is the time where you can automize everything in the room where they can actually touch and play. This is the time where you can allow them to decide whether they need housekeeping or not electronically rather than calling the front desk where they can make things. So efficiency can be created in all of these areas without truly compromising on guest services, without truly compromising on guest experience. In my opinion, it will be better guest experience. So if as an industry, we take these things into consideration, it will allow our owners, our investors to have better margins, but more importantly, brands will be able to create higher level of loyalty among the guests that come to their hotels. So what are you really talking about is, is, is enabling better service through technology, right? And give, give people what they want when they want it, rather than forcing them to interact with people when they don't want to interact with people. Uh, I, I think to a certain extent, but it, this also can provide better training for our personnel. I think, uh, true. you know, the mobile device and technology and some of the other things have become so advanced. You can create messaging uh, for your employees through the, the mm -hmm. mobile device and technology. Today, you are doing it because you have to social distance but you can actually uh, train them to look at it and provide those tidbit motivational stuff, daily news, uh, what guests are coming, prepare them ahead of time. This is the time to train our, our colleagues, our employee to better understand uh, what can make us collectively successful in different areas. So yes, technology is the catalyst, but also in my opinion, Brand and ownership will need to work hand in hand to bring it to fruition. Right, right. And, and you feel that's going to happen? Uh, a couple things, right? You feel that um, uh, brands are going to be willing to um, kind of invest in the right technologies to enable the, 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 the owners to leverage it? Or is it going to come, is it going to be more a push or is it going to be more from the owner side that the owners will say, no, we want this technology and we want this, we want this efficiency uh, and ask the brands to make it happen. I think Where's the, the push brand, going to come from? <laughs> I, think, I think ultimately brands would want to create value for their brand. Brands would sure. want to tout and say that I have the backup resources support, whether it's through technology or the other things that can provide you reduction in your uh, labor costs, which is among the highest cost at hotel. I have tools that can provide you to offer better guest services. I have tools that can provide you an opportunity to sell your amenities and facility to the in-house guest more effectively. I have tools that will build the loyalty of the guests that come to your market, uh, to your facility because of these tools. So ultimately, it will not only benefit uh, the owners, but it will benefit mm -hmm. brands. So I think it will be collective effort. It is coming. It's absolutely coming. What will it take? It will take brands' acceptance into these areas, and the brands that accept sooner will have greater successes. Right, right. So you're, you're, you have your own company, um, uh, TSD or TriStar Tribedi um, Investment, yeah. I guess. So if you if you would build a hotel and that's a real estate investment company as I understand amongst others, but if you would build a hotel, would you build a hotel without people that just no, relies I, on technology that relies on technology to create I, these touch I would points? not. I would not. At, not at this juncture. 
Right. Uh, never right. say never, never say not in the future, <laughs> but not as this, this juncture. I think humor, uh, we are hospitality. Humor interaction yeah. is necessary uh, 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 to some parts of the guests. However, uh, added technology that can allow our ownerships to reduce cost, that can allow our ownerships to increase margin, that can allow our owners to reduce fraudulent transactions, that can allow our guest better safety. You can do a background mm -hmm. check that can allow us to do philanthropy by stopping uh, potentially or reducing human trafficking. All of these elements are good for us, good for our industry and uh, uh, forefront issues that we today deal with and have been dealing for a long time. I, as a hotel owner, will adopt to those technologies that can provide me uh, these avenues to, to to bring to reality. Right, right. So you're not advocating for a complete complete elimination of people. You're just advocating for the right balance between uh, efficiency and service, right? Oh, without a doubt. Without people, uh, no organization could be successful. Tomorrow, you right. never know. Uh, 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 however, I think it will be a long time from now that we could ever have a hotel without people. Uh, but for a hotel and experience, people are the most important component, in my opinion. Right, right. I remember a conversation in 1998, and I was uh, just starting in a hotel in Paris, and it was a five-star hotel, and the, uh, the general manager of the hotel pointed to the concierge and said, you see, in a few years, these people will be gone, and it'll all be replaced by technology. And you know what? If I go to the same hotels in Paris today, the people are still there. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> the same people, too. So um, I think we all... We all, um, it's always taking longer than we expect, but there's always going to be some components of service that will always remain for the foreseeable future, right? But, um, what, but, but what has changed? Let's let, you brought up a great scenario, Krauss, in my opinion, that yeah. in 1998, when you went to Paris and somebody told you that this concierge or, or the bellman will be gone. Uh, and at that time, when you asked them about local attraction or direction or some of the other things, they had to go through the books. They had to pull exactly. up the yellow pages and a thick old books and, and look at some of the things. If they don't have reference to certain things, they had to place a phone call with that rotary dial phone. But <laughs> look at how technology has changed. All of a sudden, they have everything on their hand. They can provide you direction. They can provide you greater uh, understanding on where you're going. They can get you rating for a restaurant. They can get you direction. They can get you Uber or anything else that you need in a heartbeat. They can absolutely utilize technology to effectively use parking lots to valet the cars and optimize the revenue for themselves. None of these things existed. So the people haven't gone, but technology has improved in three areas, efficiency, higher top line revenue, cost savings, and better margin. In just that small area, if you think of it, how much has changed in 25 years, I foresee that progress to be at a much faster pace than what it has happened in 25 years. So I heard from someone that technology adoption that took us 25 years to adopt may happen uh, next growth may happen in less than 10 years. And I believe yeah. that, that you will yeah. see the progression of technology at a much faster pace than what we have experienced in the past. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the one thing that technology can't replace in the, in the example I mentioned in Paris is the relationship that the concierge has with the restaurant or with the theater 
to get me the seat that is impossible to get, right? Or get me into that restaurant that I absolutely want to go to, but I have to make a booking six months ahead. Except when I call the concierge and he can get me in, right? So um, yes. technology won't be able to replace that in the short term, I think. So, so you made some investments. I know part of your company, you also made some investments in technology, actually. So you're putting the, the money where your mouth is. Um, tell me a little bit about Verdi, the, the technology startup that, um, uh, that you have uh, invested in and funded. And, and that does some of those things that you've been, um, you've been talking about. So uh, let me go back to my uh, corporate career before I talk yeah. about Verdi. Of course. Uh, during my presidency and my uh, timing with La Quinta, as we were going through the growth, we were looking for technology that can allow us to uh, check in people more effectively, more efficiently, that can allow us to do some of the things. But unfortunately, technology growth was not at the pace that we anticipated, and we were not able to find technology that can take care of, encompasses entire transaction and take care of it. So we could not adhere any technology during our search period. So I have been in a quest to find such a technology and Verdi stumbled upon me uh, unexpectedly. <laughs> I never even thought of somebody bringing it to me. And as I looked at Verdi's technology and uh, hotel operators mind in me kept telling me that this is it, this is it. This is, this is exactly what we are looking for. This is a complete system that you're looking for and that can provide a great experience, better margin and cost savings and amenity sales uh, and security to, to the hotel employees, to the hotel guests and hotel owners. And because of that, I decided to, not uh, because of, uh, of uh, uh, investment part of it, but I decided to invest in it because I believed in concept and I believed in people that have developed the concept. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, so what makes it so special? Is it, is it the, 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 the platform approach to have the different capabilities that you mentioned before, the check-in, the, the fraud detection, the payment capabilities and doing all that seamlessly between the different comp components or is it the the breaking down of silos between different technologies. Um, so um, what what makes it special? Simplicity makes it special. It is how easy it is to mm. use, number one. Uh, mm. It is uh, how quick it is. Uh, guests will not be staring at it for a long period of time. What makes it attractive to me is that this is the first technology that could be used for 100% of your guests, not just for the loyalty guests that can use your mobile device, uh, not just for uh, upgraded locks. If they are old magnetic strip lock, this technology can still work and you can dispense a key from your con virtual concierge. So what I was looking for is not just the features, but can it take care of 100% of the guests? Can it provide a complete, it can do everything that you need to do at a check-in. It can check you in, it can verify your ID, it can do background check, it can take payment collection, it can provide you direction to your room, it can tell you about the other amenities and you can do the amenity cell. All of these things get done, but it also dispenses the key if you cannot get the key or the locks are not modern enough to provide keys through the mobile device. It will provide you a strip, uh, you know, 
plastic card key right at the dispenser. So it does everything that you need to. And that's what attracted me. I did not want to get into technology that can only address a segment of the guests. I wanted to get right. into technology that can address 100% of the guests and that truly can allow front desk to free up time to build relationship with the guests. And also, rather than having three front desk people in the peak hours of check-in, you can have five kiosks and two people that are walking around kiosk and helping and save their labor cost, uh, uh, you know, and minimize it by 40 percent, 50 percent. So you can still build personal relationship with the guest and you can facilitate their need in a much faster fashion. That's what attracted me to Wordy. That's fantastic. What what else are you excited about um, kind of as you're looking over the next um, six to 12 months? I think I think uh, uh, industry is going to come back very strong. I think mm-hmm. there is a pent up demand. I think segments point of view, select services or focus services or economy, mid market, upper mid market segments uh, will come back much faster than luxury and meeting planning type of the segments. Uh, It will take a couple of years for them to come back. But I also believe in general, overall industry growth will be at a faster pace than what we anticipate. Uh, Because as you can see, the other economy is continuing to hum on a much steady, good pace. Uh, yeah. And GDP growths are looking good. Government's going to pump in more money. Some level of stimulus is going to pass that is going to provide added uh, money to local government, added money to people directly, and added money to the companies. And uh, mm-hmm. I think I think that will be the catalyst. Also, the strategy of working in infrastructure projects or investing into people getting together, all of these things will bring industry into uh, higher performance or record performance level much faster than we anticipate. I think you already already see some of it because there there were assumptions being in the real estate business. I was one of those that, hey, there are going to be so many properties that are going to come into the market because of this depressed uh, assets and the assets that are performing and going to go back to the bank. But it has not happened to the level or yeah. nearly at the level that people thought it would. It has happened, but it has been a very small level. And the way it looks like it, it may not happen at a higher level. So mm-hmm. that itself tells you that uh, people are confident of rebounding very strongly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, on one side, you have the, the, the $1.4 trillion in additional savings that have been accumulating over the last 12 months, which is a staggering number. And 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 except the people that have lost money in GameStop over the last 10 days. So, <laughs> you know, I guess there's still there's still a lot of money to be spent on travel and restaurants and hotels, uh, I think, as soon as it's safe to travel again. Right. Yeah. And um and I don't know if you saw the Windham announcement this morning on their earnings call, but uh, you know, Geoff Bellotti said La Quinta is is the one brand that he's most excited about that has been driving the growth over the last few months, which is um, exactly your 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 sweet spot, right? That was uh, that was an interesting comment, and 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 it kind of confirms what you're saying, right? Some segments are going to come back very very quickly, or have never actually gone down. Yeah, I spoke to him last week, and uh, we were talking about the same thing. So I take great pride. <laughs> in, in putting the right, right foundation in place for that brand and giving them a brand that they can rely on the future growth. So 
Uh, I'm very proud of the La Quinta team that is working at Wyndham to grow the brand, but uh, I am in proud in general for our La Quinta team that created such a good brand and such a good system that takes care of the guests in the highest level and provide opportunity for Wyndham's future growth. Oh, you should be. You should be very proud. <laughs> you should be very proud. So you're you're still very bullish, uh, bullish on the industry, bullish for people to join and 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 work in the hotel industry. I always ask this question at the end. Any recommendations or advice for anyone um, who is just starting out, um, who is sitting there, maybe finishing college, in and, many ways, uh, figuring out if they should stick to hospitality or hotels or not. In many ways, this is a great time to start in hospitality because uh, it, it truly teaches you trenches. It truly teaches you how can you handle various situations, whether it's corporate level or whether it's property level, uh, in the challenging time. And sometimes when people join industry in good times and first time they experience challenge, it is difficult to uh, adjust to it and 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 take care of it. Uh, but if you start in a challenging time, you enjoy good times better. So I'm absolutely uh, bullish about the industry. Uh, yes, uh, next six to eight, 12 months are still going to be not as good as one would anticipate. But as you mentioned, with the savings that is in place, leisure travel will come back very, very quickly starting this summer. And then you will see growth in business travel starting next year and and peak growth maybe starting 2023 and onwards. Uh, so I'm absolutely our industry is very resilient. So I'm absolutely confident that uh, we will come back stronger. Great. And so am I. I really appreciate your time, Raj. Um, uh, thanks for making the time to come on the podcast uh, and, and sharing your thoughts. Really appreciate it. Great honor. Thank you for having me. And uh, anytime in the future you want to have next set of conversations, just reach out to me. Would love to. Thank you. Yeah, maybe in a few months. Absolutely. Take, Thank you. Take care. Thank you very much for listening. And I hope you found this episode valuable for your own business circumstances. Check out the show notes, link to the episode. Help more people in the industry find this podcast by sharing and rating. And don't forget to subscribe to the series wherever you listen to it.